0: But it's really just like believe, believing in yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Can barely get it out. <laughs> like really, it is. It's just like I, we have to say, I'm talented, I'm beautiful, and I'm worthy. You know, as much as we've been hearing as women, as a society, bad things come like about weight, about uh, appearance, about whatever. We have to combat that with just radical self love.
1: Welcome back to another episode of chapter 20 something with me Kylie McDonald. I hope you are having a wonderful week. As always I feel like there's so much going on in the world but in my personal life there's absolutely nothing exciting going on. It's been like that for maybe like a month or so and I was okay with it. Like honestly like I think I needed it. I needed to just be in my own bubble, lay low, kind of focus on me. But now your girl is bored and I feel like I need something messy to happen. I need a little bit of spice and I know that just putting that out into the world, I'm gonna record this next week and regret ever having saying that. but we will see obviously part of it is quarantine and I'm not saying I'm about to be irresponsible here at all but like I miss people and I think we forget that even though you know I have people that I love that I see every single day of my life and I'm so grateful for and you know I'm lucky enough to be able to see my family once a month or so and that's you know it's great and I'm so lucky to be able to do that But there's still so many people that I haven't seen and that I miss. You know, I'm a girl who loves an acquaintance. Like, I will see you out at the bar. I will hype you up. We're gonna catch up on all the tea. We're gonna dance. We're gonna take a shot. We'll be best friends for the night. And then we're not gonna speak until we do it the next time around. And that's fine. But that is something necessary that we all need and we haven't been able to have. And that's okay. And we're gonna be smart. We're gonna be safe. We're not gonna see each other now. But I thrive in situations where I get to be with people and have fun. Like I love just catching up with a person and learning about their life. Even if you are a little bit intoxicated. Like it's still, it's still great. And I'm ready for that to be back It will be. It will be one day soon. I know. So let's all make sure we do our part to get it done. I don't know. Trying to recreate that feeling by texting a guy that I shouldn't. Mm, I don't know. (laughs) I'm just bored. I'm just bored. Uh, But I know we're all there i hope i say i know we're all there i haven't spoken to you i don't know what you're doing um you maybe you're making smarter decisions than i am good for you anyway i did get to see my family over the weekend um i think i talked about it before but they had a foster puppy sandy they ended up adopting her she's super cute love her honestly such a sweet dog but this little baby is teething and oh my god like she just needs to stop biting me like I'm looking at my body right now and there's just scratches all over and it was never anything mean. like such a sweet dog but just you know how puppies just need to grab on to anything and will not let go and you don't know how to stop it at least I don't know how to stop a dog from grabbing onto your arm and not letting go. You kind of (laughs) just, that kind of sounds like I just like let it happen as I just sit there and cry. I don't know. Hopefully, I mean, it's definitely just a phase, but it needs to stop. And when I was there, it reminded me of this time, like a year, a year and a half ago, I went to this guy's house, and he had like an eight-month-old puppy and I love dogs like he told me he had a dog and I was like yes like super excited I'll totally get on this dog's good side and he'll love it that I love the dog okay literally I walked out of that place bruised bruised from this dog I swear like this dog thought I was a chew toy and I was just trying to have a nice time with this guy and then I realized that this guy obviously cared way more about this dog than me as I'm trying to, like, push this dog off of me. He's like, oh, she's fine. She's fine. Isn't she so cute? I'm like, so cute. Love her. And I was like, bruh, like, I'm not coming back here because that dog did not stop biting me. I didn't say that because, like, he never reached out again either, but that's besides the point. Um, <laughs> obviously not meant to be but that was an experience I have to say we all love our dogs but there has to be a limit to how much they can bite you or bite your um, tinder date <laughs> okay anyway other than that this week especially with everything going on in the world stay smart and safe out there also the jackpots keep rising up so exciting i think we're gonna hit a billion so go play the lottery especially if you are in new york because i want to bring you the check cool um today on the show we have comedian actor writer sloan Holtz. she's amazing they say That comedy comes from truth, and there's just so much truth and vulnerability in this conversation, and it's really, really great. And I applaud her for how open she is and how she's just going after what she wants, and she's doing her thing also we did this interview a couple months ago and in it we talk about how she was just starting up her podcast um but her podcast is like fully up and running now and she's killing it um it's called grandma's basement so definitely go subscribe to her do all that and you can follow her at forever a salone on instagram and twitter oh and she's on TikTok too and follow me on Instagram and TikTok at official Kylie McDonald, and obviously follow the podcast at Chapter Twenty Something Pod. Do all the good things: rate, review, subscribe, share it with a friend on your story, whatever you know what to do. Thank you, I appreciate it so much. Hope you all are enjoying it. Um, as always, feel free to reach out. Let me know <laughs> if you guys would like to see maybe some like questions or advice in this section of the pod. Obviously from this these past few minutes, you know you gotta take it with a grain of salt, but I think that might be fun. So let me know what you think. If you want to shoot me a question right now, go ahead. But I'm not a therapist, so I shouldn't even be saying that. Anyway, thank you guys. Hope you are having a wonderful day. Let us know what you think of the episode, and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye. (laughs) Wait, how do you pronounce your last name again? Oh, it's Brett Holtz. Brett Holtz. Okay. Yeah, it's German. I don't know. Or Austrian. Okay. I don't
0: know what a frick it is. But...
1: <laughs> well, let me actually introduce you. Everybody, we have a college peer. Awesome, amazing girl. Creature. Girl. She's an actress in New York City. She's a comedian and she's a writer as well. She does it all. This is Sloan Brett Holtz. Oh, my God. I, oh, I messed it up. Sloane no, no, you Bretthold. got it. Yeah.
0: Yes, you did it I that's did awesome it. I get breath holds all the time <laughs> it's uh, I don't know the breath only reason holds. why I keep it is because like if I do make it I want everyone to know it's that specific person that I knew when I was young yes
1: right like, okay awesome <laughs> this is how you actually say it thank you yes exactly um, where are you right now
0: I'm in New York City right now. Have you been there
1: throughout the pandemic? I have not
0: left my apartment in six (laughs) months. I'm alone. I have my cat, Grandma, and that's it.
1: (laughs) Dude, first of all, okay, one, the fact that you have a cat named Grandma is just (laughs) the best.
0: Yeah, it's been a dream of mine because when I was young, I was young, like whatever, still am. But in like middle school, high school, I was like, oh my gosh, like I would love to have an animal and name it grandma or grandpa because it's like, especially for a dog, I didn't really quite imagine a cat, but it still works because it's like, oh, grandma, you want to go outside or grandma, get (laughs) down. Or uh, my neighbors think I'm an abusive (laughs) grandchild probably, but it's always she's on things. I'm like, get down, grandma. And they're like, (laughs) oh my
1: God that's incredible um yeah when i saw that on instagram i'm like that is just perfect <laughs>
0: it's hilarious it's like oh what are you picking up oh some food for grandma
1: yeah oh okay you know some uh pure, not purel pure, what is the dog brand oh propane Purell. no i'm oh. kidding <laughs> no purina Right, Purina. I think yeah. so. Yeah, I, think, I almost said Purell. I don't know yeah.
0: for all the cat questions out there. Yes. She's like, does that bluebell, whatever not bluebell oh. ice cream, but something blue. I don't know.
1: Okay, okay, Got she loves right. it. She loves it. Good, but how are you doing if you've been in New York alone for the past yeah six, Um, six, six, seven, I
0: <laughs> let me tell you so the first two weeks. I think with like everyone else, I was like, ah, oh, this is going to be two weeks. Like Seriously. Um, I was thinking of it as a vacation. I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I was doing my shows and I was like, oh my gosh, I need a break. So like right. that first two weeks was just me not doing anything. I don't think I moved from my bed or the, the couch, nothing. Then, you know, the two weeks turned into two months, turned into three, four, five, yeah. six Thankfully, I have access to a therapist. Yeah, um, I see same, him twice same. a week. Yeah, mm-hmm. I am a huge advocate for therapy. It has changed my life in the most positive way. I don't think I would have made it through this quarantine, let alone through my last year of living <laughs> if, uh, if I haven't been uh, with my therapist. Um, so I see him twice a week and then I have group therapy And then I started taking some antidepressants. And let me tell you guys, I now know what normal people are supposed to feel like. Mm -hmm. Did you know
1: that you're not supposed to feel anxious all the time? No. When I started taking antidepressants, I learned that too.
0: (laughs) I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Why didn't I do this earlier? I was so scared because a lot of my humor comes from pain as Mm. a lot of people are, you know, and- I was scared that if I, oh, if I don't feel this constant pain anymore, will I be funny? Right. Um, And it was a huge thing. Uh, I'm telling everyone, it did not not change. Uh, You're still very uh, funny. Freaking hilarious. No. Uh, (laughs) But it was something I was very worried about. But now I've been on them for about a year. And I always tell people, you'll go when you want to go because no one can force you to go. But once Mm -hmm. you do, for me, it's been a, a gift.
1: Yeah. Group therapy sounds interesting too. Yeah.
0: I just started that probably two months ago. I was so against it. I was like, every time my uh, therapist would bring it up, I'd be like, no, no, no. Mm Because I have a lot of trust issues of what people think of me. And, you know, it's, it's that yeah and and it it wasn't i'm glad i'm in it but i like put it off for about three years yeah
1: yeah (laughs) because you're at your most vulnerable state and you're like this is what makes me anxious this is why i can't do this or that but i mean it is healthy to share that and now that you do it
0: in a health the healthiest way possible like there's a therapist there with you so and i love my group shout out
1: oh good See, i can't say who they
0: are but they know. i know <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like shout out mary shout out yeah. bob <laughs> no so for people who are listening who don't know sloan and i went to rider together Yes. and i always like looked up to you so much at Ryder. like you were oh. just hilarious but you were also like a very great dramatic actress as well like you were doing everything all the time like you were in the <laughs> yeah, you were in the plays, but then you were in the comedies as well. And I was like, girl, like, she's just killing it. You were just great there. Oh,
0: thank so, you. It didn't, yeah. it didn't really feel like that. I no, you me, I get I, that. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I'm sure everyone has their horror story for Ryder. My first two years was not like that at all. So I was backstage the whole time, which was a huge blow to my ego. Uh, high school Sloan thought she was uh, ready to get a Tony tomorrow yes. and uh, reality kind of sunk in and I was like, oh, you got to work at this stuff. Uh, okay, yeah, right. you know, I was a little fish in a, or a big fish in a little pond in Florida. And, you know, I don't know if you are familiar with being in that pool, but, um, you know, it wasn't hard to get a role. A huge blow to my ego uh, freshman and sophomore year. And honestly, I almost gave up. I almost like went somewhere else. I have imposter syndrome everywhere I go, and I put a lot of pressure on everything. Like I'm writing a screenplay right now, and I'm like, it need. I can't finish it. I'm like half a quarter of way to finish, and I can't finish it because I. I'm like, if I can't do this right, then that means I'm not funny. That means I shouldn't be doing this. That means I should move home to Florida. That means I should become an accountant. That means, like, (sighs) I'm not meant to do this. I was made the... I made the biggest mistakes. And that is always in the forefront of my head. And it's just anxiety. It really is. It is. Um,
1: Oh, my God, yeah.
0: And that I felt so much those two years. And a professor sort of promised me a show, which Mm -hmm. ended up... I didn't get in that shot. I was just very confused. And... Um, But luckily, yeah, Um, luckily, my sophomore year, I met Carter Gill. Yes. uh, And he was an adjunct professor. And he scared the crap out of me in the best way. Came in and we were doing clown. And I was introduced to clown, which is one of my favorite things. I was introduced to commedia del arte, which is I was in a group with Carter after I graduated which was really really fun to do and be kind of equals in a way of yes. or kind of like uh, we're working together we're not yeah. a teacher um, and then our friendship grew from there but yeah I, I met him and it was sad because it was my senior year and I didn't really get to do much but I was in Ubu which I was I've never been a lead of anything like anything you know, they put plus-size women as the mom, as the grandma, as the, you know, as it is. Right. Um, I, so I never was a lead of anything. And I was playing the main person, King mm-hmm. of the boat. And it was so funny because I was so anxious throughout that entire process. I lost 35 pounds because I just, like, wasn't eating. And I was, we were running oh, around gosh. all the time. And it was crazy. And I remember it was, like, a week before the show. I think it was during tech. And it kind of hit me. I was like, oh my God, I've been thinking this is like an on, like it is an on, it was an ensemble piece, but I was like, I was not thinking of myself as like the captain of this ship. And Harder had to remind me like, hey, you can do this and you have to be the route, like you gotta be on point because everyone else is following suit. So someone sort of for the first time that I could remember, was like, hey, you can do this. And, you know, what anyone ever said before is not true. And I'm, I guess, sort of trying to recreate that feeling again um, Mm -hmm. because it's hard to do. But yeah, I I, kind of just wish that I made, I made more of my time at Rider because I I think I was waiting for the faculty to do something. But
1: I agree. As for me, too. But at the same time, like, you use those four years and you learn and you probably wouldn't be doing what you are now if it wasn't for your time there and like what you learned from your experiences exactly and And like everything
0: happens for a
1: reason yeah and like how beautiful that is that you were telling the story of carters like you know of course if you grow up seeing yourself one way and i'm speaking for this from like my perspective too if you see yourself one way you know, you're not the leader, you're not the one who's like bringing everyone together, you really need somebody to say like, hey, like you can be in this role and you can kill it and rock it. But it's crazy because you really need someone to tell you that. And you just hope and pray that like everybody has someone in their life who can tell them that.
0: Yeah. And it's also not that one time, but to be constantly reminded Mm -hmm. that is like my thing of mistrust and like people can give me compliments like you were saying like this lovely introduction to me and i was mm. like oh my god like uh she's just saying it because she's but i'm not kylie mcdonald like you know well, no. <laughs> well, when you say the kylie the, mcdonald yeah, like what sorry. you are the kylie <laughs> mcdonald i'm sorry everyone knows it everyone knows it comment well, below i don't know how podcasts work but <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, thank you. But yeah, I don't see myself like that. You know, yeah. like at Rider, like, I wasn't cast in anything until my senior year. Yeah. So it was like, dude, like, I was struggling the whole time. And yeah. that's fine. Like, it pushed me more and more. But mm-hmm. you see yourself and it's like, oh, well, I'm not good enough to do this or that. And like, it's not true. It's the opinions of like four people. Yeah, as soon as I left Rider, mm-hmm. and like, I was lucky enough where That bubble, I- that small bubble. And I'm oh. not saying that. And not saying it's bad. Like I learned yeah. a ton when I was there. But when I started going to auditions and I started actually getting stuff, I was like, Oh wait, wait a second! Like I could actually like maybe do this. Yeah. And, like I might actually be okay at this. Yeah. And that's like so important, even for anybody who's in college anywhere now. Yes. Like your one, your one circle is not the entire world. Oh my gosh. And like, uh, I guess like something I would
0: say to someone going into college is like try everything, Mm
1: -hmm. try
0: everything. I went into auditioning for schools being like, I'm going to be in musical theater. Like that's what I want. What I'm doing now is what I want to do, like being funny on camera, on stage. And I wouldn't have known that if I didn't come out of school and fail at sort of like traditional theater actor route. And I was like, okay, well, what else is at my disposal? And that was comedy. And I was like, well, duh. Like, I don't know, it was kind (laughs) of like, well, duh, like this is so I could I'm I'm writing my own rules. I don't have to worry about someone casting me because I'm casting myself. Yes. Um in my brain I was like, Well that's it's so much. It's so much bigger than me. I can't do that. But then you know the feeling of like ask and you shall receive. I'm not a religious person. I'm Jewish, as I always say. <laughs> but that's it's funny. kind of if you think of it as universe stuff, mm-hmm. putting it out there, I was like, I want to write my own show. I want to put it up at a comedy club here. And uh, a great friend of mine, a Mary Corigliano, who is also a self-producer, writer, hilarious woman, was like, hey, I do shows at the pit of people's improv theater. You should just ask Alan McRae, who is the uh, theater director there. Sorry, Alan, if that's the wrong title, he's no longer there. But um, So I I just emailed him and I was like, hey, um, I'm friends with Mary. She said you're really nice and I'd love to have a show there. I literally got a meeting within the week and he was like, yeah, you can have a show. And I was like, Mm -hmm. wait, that's it? Like, that's it? You're not going to like say I can't do this because of like XYZ? Like, and that sort of showed me of like, you just got to ask. Why not just ask? Like, just be Mm -hmm. like, can I do this? So that's kind of my advice. And just don't be scared. Go to therapy early. Like, I don't know. It's like kind of just be like, I am worth what I am. Mm -hmm. And I'll knock on doors. And if you have the talent to back it up, then no one's going to get mad at you. That's how I think about it.
1: It's so true. And for me, like, it was always so scary to always ask somebody for something that I wanted. I don't know why, but it just was. Because we're kind of told as women that
0: we really can't. Ask for what we want. Yeah. Sorry, we're going there. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, but it's totally okay to go there. And and I remember in high school like asking my teachers if I could like have an extension on homework or like something stupid. And that anxiety like that, of that asking be, like shaking. For it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though like those feelings have carried over into my career I feel like I've kind of gotten past them where I'm like you know what no like I'm not afraid to like send this email and be like hey Mm. I kind of want to do this I kind of think we should incorporate this into my job or whatever you're gonna get a response if you're willing to work with people they'll work with you most of the time
0: my therapist always says this when I'm like Mm -hmm. I don't know they might freak out like if I send a second email instead of just one Mm. that's gonna send them off like and they're gonna be like no I don't want to work with this person and then he goes what would that be saying about that person that does that that means they're insane and why yeah. would you want ever to be around them so i that's something that i always tell friends everyone it's like what would that say about the other person if they freaked out over sending two emails instead of one I know. like you know yeah. i but, like that
1: yeah Good. Okay, so we started off with, like, advice and, like, all that. So maybe let's go back to, like, learning more about your story. Oh, (laughs) yeah. I mean, sure. Yeah, I know. We're, like, ending the interview. Like, yeah, here's my (laughs)
0: advice for you. (laughs) No, we're doing M. Night Shyamalan style. We're going from the end. We're coming back to the beginning. We were dead the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So you grew up in Florida. Ugh, yes, I did. I'm so ashamed. I'm so ashamed. I was born in Fort Myers, Florida. I was born and raised there, same house. I'm an mm-hmm. old child, I was very lonely. <laughs> um, it was so funny because I wanted to be a dancer. Yeah, I wanted to be a dancer so, so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I took dance for about 10 years, did tap, jazz, point, yeah. ballet. And the way I found theater was, it's sad, but like in a way, it, things are meant to happen and whatever. I was sort of kicked out—not kicked out, but like asked to leave because I was not looking like the other girls. Oh my Um, god! Being bigger, as terrible as that is. Yeah, that's um, terrible. I hope no one ever like goes through that. But because of that, the same studio allowed like I think it was someone's daughter who just got like a BFA in acting and they were like she can teach theater um and we did <laughs> we did the three little pigs it was like an updated play version of the three little pigs and I remember it was my first time acting I never did anything before this uh, we would rehearse rehearse and the day of the show came and this is my first experience with stage fright and mm-hmm. after this I've rarely had stage fright I was the big bad wolf. I was the first one on stage. uh, And then the curtains raised up and I was there. I had a panic attack. I ran off stage as soon as they were like about to roll up the curtains, I run off. I go into the audience. Kylie, I go into the audience. <laughs> I ask, I grab my mother and I go, I cannot do this. I cannot do
1: this. Big, bad wolf I am
0: fully the wolf. I am fully the wolf in the full wolf fantasy. <gasps> oh I my gosh. am crying. I'm like, mom, I can't do this. It's I'm so scared. I can't do this. <laughs> so she's like, okay, okay, okay. She brings me to the back and I will never forget this. My ballet teacher at the time came to me, and it was her daughter, I think, that was the director. The BFA, yeah. yeah, the, yeah. Um, <sighs> and she goes, you got to go out there because everyone is waiting on you. you got to go out there. This is blah, blah, blah. And I can't imagine how long this took. And this was in a, during a dance recital. So there must have been like 20 minutes yeah. of just people <laughs> sitting in the dark. This was before iPhones. Right. Everyone was just like, what is going on like nothing was happening yeah. they weren't like okay let's put the next people on now it was just like lights out we're waiting and there's a girl in a wolf costume well, in girl, in that a came out, she's crying <laughs> what is going on but then finally i like got my stuff together and i seamlessly did that show my mom was like, you would have never known. And I've yes, seen the girl. video. And I was like, I don't know what it was. It was just when the lights came on, I just turned into something else. And that was when I got the bug. And I was like, this is it. I don't know what the heck, but I'm going to talk in front of people and make them laugh. And that's going to be it. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So that's a
1: little like came to be story i
0: guess yeah
1: that's so funny you like experience all the emotions like in the first 20 minutes of your career and now exactly you're like, and then the
0: rest was smooth sailing
1: <laughs> yeah wish. oh my god that's, that's cool, the only though.
0: heartache i've ever had to bear <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's like honestly such a good story though it'll go
0: in my book so yes it I'm will. I'm writing one eventually.
1: <laughs> you will eventually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so then like in high school and stuff were you just performing at school? Or yeah like- I was so scared to audition outside of
0: school because mm-hmm. again it was like that bubble. I went to a performing arts high school. I had to audition to
1: get in. <laughs> yes a little brag. A little uh, brag. Yeah a little little flex there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we did really good stuff. Like I'm I'm gonna brag about my Go high school for a bit, but my freshman year we did the producers, and it was really good. We rented from Vegas, like the the costumes. We built all the sets. We like, it, we ran it like a real house, like a real yes. um, theater, mm-hmm. and it was really cool. And that got me into. I was like, all right, I want to do this. For college, like I knew that I was going to go to a performing arts college and I wanted to audition to get in and I wanted to do that. And I went to Unifieds and all that stuff. Yes. But yeah, I was always so nervous to audition. I only auditioned once outside of school. And it was, I think, the summer between my freshman and sophomore year. And it was for the Cape Coral, whatever, their season. Yeah. Doing MAME, they were doing Cinderella, and they were doing something else. And I auditioned, I sang a lovely night from Cinderella, of course, on brand. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh And I remember I gave them an email, whatever, it didn't happen. I got cast in the ensemble, but I never found out. I guess I gave them an email that I never checked. And oh it was my just gosh. like, and I got a call. They were like, hi, we're we've been wondering where you are. Um, we've been in rehearsals for two weeks and like, blah, blah, blah. And so I was so anxious. I remember being so anxious. I was like, I'm not going to do it now. I'm not going to be the new person. If like, but they wanted me to. And I think one of like a light, not a regret, but like something that I wish like I had done, Mm -hmm. which is, that's literally a definition of a regret. Oh my God. Um, (laughs) like it's not a regret, but it's something that I regret doing. (laughs) so dumb um <laughs> that's okay it was it would be to have gone to it and been like right. you know what like even if i'm here late and it would have gotten me to audition more i would have been loved it and-, and i probably you know my work ethic would have been a little funner so that's why telling people like do it like no matter what right. even if you're late to something even if you're you know two
1: weeks or an hour like go go anyway <laughs> but now do you think you're the person who will go after everything I'd like to say yes, mm-hmm. but, but that's it's, okay still, it's still a yeah. work in
0: progress. Yeah, um, I was sent an audition with someone I've worked with before last week. I feel so bad. I don't. I don't know. If, he's probably not gonna. <laughs> hopefully, know that I'm talking about him. Um,
1: <laughs> but he cut it me, out if he wants. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. It's fine. But okay.
0: he sent me a script, and it was just two people, and it was like in the pool. And I read it, and a little bit of me said this is not my body type. I read mm-hmm. it and I was like, this is the romantic like girl next door. Like I'm not someone that's going to be like cradled in a pool. Without saying anything, I just like didn't send it in. I was just like, I'm not going to do this. Like I'm not going to do it. I mean, that happened a week ago and I'm still, yeah. so I'm still struggling with it. Um, sure. It's a body image thing, which we all, you know, suffer with. And it's also, it's like, you know, for so long, we're told our types, quote unquote yes. types. And it's like, well, that's not my type. I'm the school counselor. I'm the gym teacher. Like, you know, I didn't see myself as that lead. Mm. So I just said, no, I'm not even going to try. And I'm trying to get better at that. Just like, you know what? I'm just going to try it. Like this podcast that I'm trying to start on my own. It's like, I just need to prove to myself that I can do it. Yeah. I, I want to start something and go through with it absolutely um, yeah and if it fails it fails like i think i need to fail more i'm so afraid to fail yeah that i won't try yeah i won't mm-hmm. even try because i'm like well i don't want to fail because then i'm right about how i shouldn't be here and how i shouldn't you know um,
1: yeah but i wouldn't say that i think it's everybody fails but it's about how you get back up even exactly. though that's like so cheesy to say but it's no true. but it's true it's so yeah.
0: true and i take those when they're low blows they're low for me. Yeah. And I think it just puts me in such a dark state that I'm like, I can't fail because I don't want to be in that. But I think because I think of those fails as such a low, I can't think of them that way. Um, right. Like you said, it's like, I, they just have to be a learning experience. Like I just have to learn from this and then we'll yeah. move
1: And it's so hard because in, like, in this industry especially, like, everything is so personal. It's your ideas that are being put on paper. It's your face, your body that's out there. Everything, as they say, don't take it personally. But at the same time, how can you not? Because it's literally your being that's being judged. So I get that. I get how low it can feel. Mm. But we got to remember, like, we're strong enough to be out here, like, doing this as a career. Like, most people cannot do that. So, like, we... We gotta just know that we can handle this Yes, and, then, and know you're talented, too. You are.
0: Something that someone told me once that I will not forget is this career is like a deli. Everyone gets a number mm. and they wait. Some huh. people will be called before you and some people will get so impatient that they'll just rip up their ticket and leave. But if you stay there with your ticket, your name eventually will get called.
1: Wow. What a good metaphor. I there.
0: know, right? Oh my God. When they told me that, I was like, I need that on like a blanket. Like, that's amazing.
1: Yes, <laughs> that is. I love that. So, speaking of, so you graduated from Ryder. Did you move to the city right after? Yeah, I graduated a little late because I
0: had to retake Spanish and math. Are you kidding so, um, I, I didn't technically, even know that. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't tell anyone. I was no. super ashamed. Um, oh my God. I took summer classes and I just got them over oh, with. In a month. Whatever. But um, yeah, I moved to the city on August 28th, 2016. I think I just passed my four-year yeah. mark. It's That's crazy. crazy. And I've been in this apartment. I haven't left. Okay. Um. So it's, you know, I know the area very well. I didn't have a job for 2 months. I was real wow. depressed when I first came here and then some personal business happened with some falling out with a friend and that's when I started therapy. Yeah. It was like a year or so after I was like, okay, I got to do this. Like i mm-hmm. this is scary. But yeah, I've I've been here and I've, you know, I've studied, studied. <laughs> um, I took classes at UCB, RIP, UCB no more. Um, wait what oh yeah tell me uh ucb okay. nyc is a bye-bye now no that's way oh there. that's yeah sad. yeah they were, okay. i think it was a couple months ago they were like hey i don't think they were wanting to do it but okay like it's it, i kind of we're just like gonna close this chapter i think that's gotcha. for us that's the email that i got
1: Okay. (laughs) Oh, that's unfortunate. But, anyways, but but you did get to take classes there. Yeah, Yeah. I
0: took all the sketch classes there, um, took character classes and improv. It was fun. Um, I wish that I had networked more, but I was so anxious to be there. But then uh, I got writing because I was, uh, I learned how to do it. So (laughs) I was like, all right, let's do this. And then that led to me getting my show. And after my first show, uh, my friend Julie Tran, who is also in Slap Nuts with me, um, she introduced me to the Slap Nuts gang. It was so funny. Uh, I think she was like, I don't want to introduce you yet because like I, she's mine. Like, I don't want to introduce you guys to her yet. So I met them on that night and then we met like a week two weeks later and then they asked me to be a part of their group and it's really cool we're working on oh a gosh. pilot right now hopefully that'll go through yeah um, so what
1: is slap nuts
0: yeah slap nuts <laughs> it's it's a comedy oh gosh sorry i hurt myself um I'm sorry no, don't worry. I
1: don't know why uh, I said sorry,
0: but... No, I hope no, no. Right. Yeah, you should be sorry. <laughs> Kylie, it's all your fault. Anyway. Um, but we're a comedy troupe that we try to produce things through a cinematic lens. If you stub your toe, what would that look like if it was, like, in the lens of Jason Bourne? So we, we find comedy through that. Okay. Um, the last one that we filmed for the pilot was a Mary Shelley sketch that I wrote, I was lucky enough to write for the pilot. So Mary Shelley, who wrote Frankenstein, uh, she was like the first woman to like create science fiction. Practically, it was basically like a origin story of how she came up with the idea of Frankenstein. It's like a drunk night, and there's like a body, and there's a, it's like weekend of Bernie's. I don't okay. know, if that's too old of a reference for everybody. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah, 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 and comedy ensues. It was really fun. It, we do it like a professional set. I was blown away. It was my first time like really working with them besides nice. like collaborating for the shows. But it was really great. I, and we've become a family. We've become friends. I'm cat sitting this weekend for one of them. So it's it's great. That's God, so cool. really good, really, really good friends there. Yeah.
1: Oh, good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Every day we have like
0: virtual office hours now. Um, we work on things, we're trying to build up our social media, mm-hmm. follow us at Slapnuts Comedy all the way, everywhere. Go know. follow. I told, them I, I told them I'd plug this. So Good. Good. <laughs> When the world was alive, um, we were going to festivals, we went to uh, the Canadian Sketch Festival in Toronto in November, it was like right before, it was like the last trip I took. <laughs> R.I.P. That's the last trip I took. I know. (laughs) Um, uh, But yeah, we went to Toronto for a film festival and we got seen there and they've won a bunch of awards before I joined. But um, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's really cool. I'm learning a lot. I learned Photoshop and Premiere over this quarantine. Like I'm... It's really fun. We have a good time together.
1: Right. And I think that's the best thing when you have that hands on experience. So you're just kind of like thrown into it. You're like, all right, well, I'm going to learn Photoshop today. Yeah.
0: It's really easy. I know. Like, it's really not you that know bad. know what to do. <laughs> it's like, this, okay, I got it. I got it. This is yeah. nice. Yeah. And you know yeah. how
1: many jobs look for Photoshop on a resume? Yes. Or like little yeah. things like that? You know, like, and sure. then that you could take that anywhere too. Yeah. One thing I notice about you is you're always creating. Whether it's online on Instagram or TikTok, every day you're like doing a little something. So, what is your process like? Do you just think of an idea and just roll with it, or what?
0: That's a really fun question because I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I honestly, I don't know. I, I get dumb ideas. Like, I don't know if you saw my Ariana Grande music video. I bit. did. Yeah. Yes. So that. I was literally doing recreational drugs with some friends and that song came on and i was like just making fun of it being like oh because she snores haha funny and like <laughs> people were like okay whatever it was kind of thrown away then i was like i should do this like it's a- like <laughs> and then it got popular i was like oh and now i gotta do it like now right. i gotta and then i worked with my friends zipline productions with tommy and mike and matt um, and they did the beautiful, beautiful production. It looks that. beautiful. I remember it. Thank yeah, you. I mm-hmm. felt like a diva that day. I was like yes. Ariana, who I, had, I know. That fake, had that fake ponytail. I was like, I see now. I, I get know. It. <laughs> like this does change a woman. Yeah. Thank it, you. It literally it changed the way I
1: walked. It really did. I, I was I was a monster that day. A no, little like, <laughs> like there you go. And then you're collaborating with all these people. You're like, hey, I have this idea. Let's do this. Let's go for it. Yeah, and I'm always happens. In, yeah, I'm
0: always in the mindset of, I know that I don't know everything. And if I know someone that knows, I'm like, so you're the profesh. I'm going to give it to you. I'm being, why am I making words short like profesh? Profesh. <laughs> profesh. <Nobody. laughs> I've been watching too much reality television, I guess. But It's like okay great let's work together and make something amazing because if i were to do it on my own like it might be really funny but it'll look like crap so i love corroborating collaborating with people (laughs) I, i love it so much because there's so when you have so many talented funny people around when you put that together you can easily just be like, that works, that doesn't work, that works, that works, that doesn't work.
1: And it just makes it a lot smoother and you get a better product out of it, I think. I think so, too. And when it's, like, ideal, everybody is in the ensemble mindset or the collaboration mindset.
0: Let's do this together. We're kind of like a hive mind of, like, oh, I thought of that. I thought of that when you thought of that and Mm -hmm. all of this stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Because we have, like, so many brilliant peers and, like, brilliant people around us. So it's like, why not? Yeah. You know, work with these people and learn more and yeah, just and be the best version of Matt you. Matt know. Kakamo is now in Slap Nuts, which is amazing. Oh. So I get a little
0: piece of my college days uh, with the
1: best version of Ryan. I know
0: <laughs> Matt Kakamo is a gem. He's a love gem. I love him.
1: Actually, I just saw what you posted the latest video. Yes. What
0: was it? I pretended not to hear you. That's yes. from. My second show ever, the music by Ellington and Ellington Berg. And because Ellington, myself and Matt Kakamo were in high tea comedy together. We were it was right before I got really busy with the shows. And we were like, hey, let's just get together once a week and like make funny stuff uh and we did it we I think we have like 10 11 videos it's just us shooting a camera at something like you know it's not it's not Spielberg or anything but it's I think it's funny it's cute it's and that sort of got me in the momentum of like all right I want to do more of this oh how can I do more of good
1: yeah that's like three great fun brilliant people working together and you just get comedy. (laughs) obviously when I see your stuff online, I'm like, oh, Sloan posted something new. Can't wait to watch it. It's funny. It's great. Can't wait. But when you post something, what do you think when you're putting like your work out into the world?
0: <laughs> oh, isn't that the question? I know. Um, again, with the imposter syndrome, I always think it's like, I think this is funny, but will they? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if you saw my, it's supposed to be a special uh, k commercial like every kiss begins with k but it turns in like i'm pooping like i oh. just poop and it's like i'm farting and poop it's so dumb it's so dumb in the best way i think that's funny uh, and i put it out and i'm like i don't know i don't know if people are gonna think that's funny even when i'm writing i'm like i think this is funny but it's 3 a.m. So it's like, I don't know if it is. And yeah. that's why I do love collaborating because it's like, we can volley back and forth and play. And it's like, okay, okay. We do some sort of like an improv scene together. And it's like, yes, yes, yes. Let's write that down. That, what we said there, that was funny. So I do work better. I think I am more focused when mm-hmm. I have someone else being like, all right, let's do this. Totally. Um, aren't we all? Yeah. Yeah. Because if I'm on my own, it turns into my screenplay that I have not touched in a couple weeks. <laughs> so okay. uh,
1: that's all right. It happens. Yeah. You'll get it done. Yeah, yeah. From my side too. Like I'll see the playback of like the lotto like on TV, and yeah. I'll see it, and then I'm like, oh my god! I'm like, I look <laughs> awful today. Like who who allowed me to like step on camera like that? And I was like, Damn. we are our
0: harshest critic, which, it's which is so
1: true. Yeah, and I don't even know why, but I watch the lotto <laughs> playback every day after I do it. And it's like, I know it's the same thing. I know what I'm doing. But, but you have I'm to like, study. You have, that's like, that's part of the job. You gotta... I agree. You can always... I'm not, I'm not a... What is his name? What's a... A
0: guy... Kylo Ren. Oh my gosh. What's it? Okay, well... Okay. Adam, 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 Adam
1: something, Adam. Oh my God. No Wait, one make fun of me. Hold on, hold on. Adam... Driver. But, Adam Driver. Yeah, Adam I was giving Driver. like the guy in Mar- The Marriage Story... yes 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 Yes. yes. so like i'm
0: not like adam driver Uh, he can't look at himself performing like i need to i need to because i need to make it better it's like a football coach
1: yeah Yeah. "Yeah, let's watch the plays and let's see how we can do better Mm -hmm. Um, and you can get too critical from that but at the same time it's like if you combine that healthy balance, be like, eh, you know what? That wasn't the best, but like, you're fine and you can yeah. do this a little better, you know? Just, Easier. yeah, just as like, like everything, moderation. Absolutely. Let's see what else. Oh, I wanted to ask a little more about your writing process, too. So you said <laughs> like you have a new screenplay, and like, I don't know if you want to give away all the details. But... No,
0: like, uh, it's about a dominatrix. Ooh. It's basically like an office comedy, mm-hmm. um, but it's in a dominatrix dungeon.
1: Oh, uh, a comedy.
0: <laughs> I'm calling. Well, it's a romantic comedy-ish. Um, it's called Rom Dom, like Rom. Oh, I love that. I, I I guess I have trouble getting it down. And everyone I I, I talk to, they're like, you just gotta write. And yeah. I always say, but if it's not good, I'm just gonna have to rewrite it anyway. So like, why don't I just get it right now? But that stops from, right. you know, it's like, I get well, that what thought I, process.
1: Yeah. I feel that so much. Oh. Yeah. And
0: it's like, well, just get it done and then revise it. Like once it's done, someone can tell you like, right. hey, fix this to this and you're done. You're good. But I, I put so much pressure on it being 100% like, yes, this is it on the first okay. try.
1: But it's never going to be like that.
0: Part of it is the not failing part of like little tap on my back. A lot of what I write, people like. And I do get obviously criticism, but I'm very lucky. And I have, I guess, pretty funny ideas. So I don't hear, go work on this. I think it's like the ego thing again, which I have a lot of work to do. Of it's like, oh, well... I'm naturally good at this, so I don't have to, like, it'll just come out of me. Like, mm-hmm. I'm becoming better at, all right, I have to practice. Like, everything else, like, a uh, athlete, like, a musician, like, an actor, like, you gotta practice, you gotta warm up, you gotta do your Alexander technique, you gotta, you know. And I'm starting to realize that, but obviously it's easier said than done the quarantine doesn't really make it any better because it's like I'm stuck in one place all day and I'm like I don't want to do this like I don't want to Mm -hmm. um it's really just a self-discipline thing oh my god I (laughs) feel
1: the same way with just procrastinating I know (laughs) (laughs) a little voice in the back of your head you're like bro you need to go go away (laughs) (laughs) but you're gonna do it tomorrow (laughs) fine It'll be there tomorrow too, that little voice. I know. You're not going anywhere. You're not going anywhere. (laughs) But it's true. It's like the same thing with like watching the films of your work. Like you're never going to be able to improve if you can't watch it in the first place. And that's like advice that I'm giving to you but also to myself too. Like I I get that. You know that pressure on yourself can be so real and so crazy hard to overcome. but. I don't know. We just, you gotta. It's kind of, it's as much as like, I hate sounding like
0: cliche or anything, but it's really just like the, belie- believing in yourself. <laughs> <laughs> can barely get it out. <laughs> like really it is. It's just like, I, we have to say I'm talented, I'm beautiful and I'm worthy you know as much as we've been hearing as women as a society bad things come like about weight about uh, appearance about whatever we have to combat that with just radical self-love yeah and I know it's easier said than done and I know that I'm probably a hypocrite because like to this morning I was not very nice to myself but it's really about being like I'm going to be as nice to myself as possible. And I started by every time I would like drop something or like do something dumb, I'd be like in my head, I was like, you bitch, you stupid, stupid bitch. You dumb, dumb bitch. That was before. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And now I go, oh, that was silly. Oh, it's okay. Yes. And like just by doing that or just laughing instead. Sorry, I don't know if I was supposed to curse or not. Don't worry. You're good. You're (laughs) good. Uh, but but like just being nice to yourself mm-hmm. like i always joke with friends when they ever they you know say it's like oh i'm not good enough They're like don't talk to my friend that way don't talk about I my friend like that, that. Way. and you got to say it to yourself it's like hey like what just yes. you're fine mm-hmm. we're all struggling to survive this crazy freaking world just be nice to yourself we have enough problems with everything out there like let's let's just be nice to ourselves so we can do the work out there I agree. You got to take care of yourself. So when you go back into that ugly, ugly world, when things get thrown at us,
1: we'll be refreshed and not beaten down more. God, it's so true. Yeah. And I've honestly been dealing with the same thing. Like I realized a few months back, because I was just feeling down too. And I'm like, wow, like everything I'm saying to myself is negative damn, like, this is just, it. I need to change this right yeah. now, you know? And I've been working on it. It's not yeah. perfect. You were saying, like, about being hypocritical or stuff, but it's, like, nobody's perfect in that sense. Like, we're all mean to ourselves because we have been, like, trained yeah. to do that. Yeah. But, again, just stating it out loud, it's, like, yes, you have to love yourself. You have to keep working at this. Like, that's what matters. That's what's important because it's not going to be perfect right away, but when you keep working on it, it will get better. <laughs> It's a struggle but we're oh, working on it. Yes. If I had a nickel for every time
0: that I didn't speak nicely to myself, I'd be a rich woman.
1: I know, man. I wish. Yeah. But what about comedy in general? Like what draws you to comedy?
0: Oh my gosh. I've always loved it. I was that like weird kindergartner who like knew about Mel Brooks and the yeah. <laughs> and I would <laughs> I felt so cheap because I would take those jokes that they would say and I would say them in class and everyone would think I was so funny and I would be like they don't know that it's not my material. <laughs> <laughs> because they had no idea so they were like oh my gosh she's so funny. Um, my favorite filmmaker comedy filmmaker is Mel Brooks I think mm-hmm. from History of the World Part One, Spaceballs, Young Frankenstein, Blazing Saddles. It's Smartly Stupid. It's so great. I know, you know, it's a little not PC for today's world, but if you take that stuff out, it's still funny. I love making people laugh. You, I heard you can't fake a laugh, like a true laugh. I think when you, I was watching another podcast and they were the ones that they film it. Every time people were like, you can, don't watch a podcast, you listen to a podcast. I'm like, I know, I get it. Um, but... <laughs> They were saying, um, if you slow down a genuine laugh, it'll sound different than a fake laugh. Mm. Like, you know the difference. And I think it's, truth is funny. And it's just like, you sometimes have to laugh to keep from crying. But sometimes it's just like, I remember someone gave me an acting note once, which is like, drama can be funny because like, it's the truth of it like if like you lost your job lost your dog lost your wife lost all this like your car stolen at the end of the day you'd laugh because it's like what else could happen like oh Mm. my god i don't know it's just i feel good when i laugh and you know the people that i've looked up to have been comedians and a lot of them are very smart and they have things to say and they teach people without them knowing Mm -hmm. like you could teach someone something in a comedy video and be like oh my god that was hilarious but i also like got something out of it whether it's understanding or reflection or whatever i always think (laughs) i love it's like what do you think of comedy i think it's the physiological uh thing of our brains that tends to I'm like, I don't know. I just I just think it's fun. I think it's so
1: fun. Yeah, but it's also like what connects us too. As you were saying. It's about truth. And there's so much truth in this world which is crazy and like ugly or whatever. And we can all be so divided all the time. But Mm -hmm. if we can laugh about something, I don't know, even like politics, whatever political side you're on, if you can laugh about a mom like doing this stupid thing or a dad like doing a dad joke or whatever, that's going to bring you together. And that's what you need to remember. Like, hey, we're all people here still. No matter what is going on, like in the news, online, whatever, we're all people here. And Mm -hmm. we all need to remember that. Comedy, a lot of the Mm -hmm. times, is what brings people together, I think. That's what I love about it. Yeah, absolutely. Comedy is where the
0: soul goes to tickle itself. I think that's from The Office. Oh, interesting. When, when I'm have to look Yerfais, that one up. Yeah, Ricky Gervais meets Michael Scott in an elevator. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then it's like, well, humor is where comedy, something goes to tickle itself. And then said, <laughs> that's what she said. Ah. And then. Got yeah. you, got
1: you. <sighs> ah, love, love it. That I don't know what you. I'm going to do when that goes off Netflix. I'm getting Peacock because. That's where it'll be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I also, also have know. all the DVDs, so I'm set. Oh, you're but... good. You're good. Yeah, no, I will get the streaming service, too, because I, I watch that show constantly. Every constantly? night. Every night.
0: Yeah. Every night. Since, like,
1: my <laughs> freshman year of college, honestly. Like, it's been yeah. a daily existence in my life, so <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's, like, healthy, but <laughs>
0: I, love I it. I think it's <laughs> the healthiest thing that's ever happened to me, you know? I have, I'm <laughs> looking at my Dwight bobblehead right now, so...
1: Oh my God. I saw one of those in the store the other day. I was like, should I? Yes. Always. Yeah. Always. Yeah. I know I didn't, but I will. I will next time. (laughs) Um, So like you're talking about having things to say, like in your work, like what, what do you want to say? If anything, it's a, I know that's like a loaded question, but
0: (laughs) I, I don't think I've ever had, like, I have, an agenda that I, or not an agenda, right. or like I have things that I want people to say. I think mm-hmm. it's just, I want to be able to connect with people, I guess, through, if you like what I like, I'll bring in your mom's house podcast. Fans of that show, we call each other mommy and jeans, and it's like an inside joke that only if you watch it and love it, you know. I think it, that's the same thing with movies. Like anchorman everyone that's seen anchorman like you can joke about that movie and it's like uh, milk was a bad choice like i think it brings a lot of people together it makes people happy but yeah i just want to like make stupid stuff i think like things that are just like oh that's so dumb it's so funny like yeah but when people
1: like that comedy then you know they're gonna laugh at it they're gonna appreciate it and they do but like more people will but like right now like people appreciate it when they see it you're right i love that idea of like bringing people together and having their inside jokes give people a break like a mental
0: break like Mm -hmm. for a minute or two just be like hey i gotcha relax Like, just
1: watch this. That can be so underrated. You know, something that I think we think about as performers, but from the outside world, people don't really see it as that. But you really just want to help people out, make them feel a little better in their day. Uh, I also get like a lot of applause, so that feeds me. <laughs> but, yeah, <laughs> I know. I remember <laughs> hearing something too when you were talking about the genuine laughter. Everybody has to clap at the end of a performance. Applause is necessary.
0: <laughs> oh, well, I <laughs> but... I've I've done a couple sets where. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, no no not deserved but um (laughs) but laughter is genuine again like you can't fake laughter i mean you can but like not really so Mm. that's another thing too
0: something carter would always say it's like you know if you're doing your job or not if Mm. people are laughing you are doing your job if people are not laughing you are not doing your job and move on to something else that will make them laugh i would just like sit in a joke because it made me laugh (laughs) and i would just like yeah
1: let's just keep this going and then people are like (laughs) Yeah, like, we're not having fun anymore, so... I don't even know what I would do, like, in those moments. If you have something planned, you know, you're like, this is funny, this is gonna work, and then it... it kind of just, like, feels like you
0: were punched in the stomach, and then, like, spit on, and then you're like, now show everyone what you did. And then you have to be like... (laughs)
1: like I know. (laughs) That's how it
0: feels. It's not the best... But I think every comedian, we have to go through that because that's sort of how you weed everyone out. Like if you still want to do it after you have a terrible set or a terrible show, all right, then you really want to do this because you don't care, not care, but like you're not after admiration. You just want to do the thing. Right.
1: So when you're on stage and maybe like a joke doesn't go as planned, but you know you have 10 minutes left to go. Yeah. What do you do to get past that hurdle there? I talk
0: fast. Um, <laughs> uh, I mostly just get to the the next joke, or if it's in a scene, it's just like, all right, let's just keep going. That yep. beat didn't go. Act like it didn't really happen. Like just keep going. In stand up, it's harder because some of the thing, some of the jokes match with other jokes. And if you don't find the beginning of the joke funny, you're not gonna find the rest of my set (laughs) funny. Uh, And once they're not on your side, it's hard to win them back. And by then you just want it to end. Sometimes I kind of just like acknowledge it. One time I did silence and I said, okay, that sucked. And then uh, I got like a chuckle out of that. So it's like, all right, like, at least I acknowledged it. I didn't, you know. I don't feel like that's like, the best thing
1: you could do, yeah. Yeah, just be like, mm-hmm. all
0: right, oops, didn't yeah. work this time, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, that's
0: okay. Yeah, and it doesn't necessarily mean that the joke doesn't work. It just means, like, that particular audience didn't like it.
1: Right. So, it's the same as a show. Like, I mean, if you do a show ten times, people are going to yeah. laugh at different things, cry at different things. I just feel like in stand-up, it's probably way harder and it's more personal
0: it. yeah it, it feels more personal because it's literally you and it's like i wrote these things down and these are my thoughts and mm-hmm. you don't
1: like them
0: and it's it's, uh, it's hard.
1: yeah but like you said every comedian goes through it yes and yes, yes. you know you're talented it all goes back to that self-worth you know yeah. you know you're talented and it's like all right well this night wasn't my best but that's okay yeah. on to the next and that's exactly. all you could do that's yeah. all you could do And that goes for anything, any career, like anything. Oh my gosh, yes. If you
0: haven't passed
1: that bar exam,
0: honey, you take it 10 more times. (laughs) You keep going.
1: Absolutely. I would not pass that right now. Like you're a lot closer than I am, dude. So do it. Yeah. (laughs) So what would you want for your future, ideally? Another loaded question. Oh my gosh. Well, a goal. Mm -hmm. a dream per se
0: would be to be an actor on SNL right oh yeah oh yeah that would be cool but if it doesn't that's okay I'd love to be a writer for them Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, (laughs) like the big big goal is to be like the Blumhouse of comedy so like we're just a comedy production house and it's like We make movie blockbuster comedies that are really funny and really truthful and like borderline comedy dramas like Skeleton Twins or something like that um, mixed with movies like Dodgeball or The House Bunny or stuff like that. I just want to write funny things and act in funny things and be paid for it and be able to support myself with that I always say I don't want to be famous, famous. I want to be Judy Greer, famous. Yeah, right. Uh, because she has an amazing career. I love her. She's so talented, and she works constantly. But she's not like a Ben Affleck that everyone's like, "What's that ugly tattoo that you have on your back?" Like no one, mm-hmm. no one really like wonders what Judy Greer's doing on a Saturday, and I love that That's because right. it's. Like, I like that too. So you can live your life, but she's still going to the Emmys. She's still going to the Oscars. She's still going everywhere, but, and she can live her life, have a family, which I'm just going to have a bunch of dogs, but you know, have that and live your life, but also do what you want to do and be well known for it. I would love to be, obviously we'll see if it happens, but um, to be a Mel Brooks to someone that would be something that I would love. And I think you're on the right path for it, obviously. I hope so. I hope so. so. (laughs) So (laughs) If I'm not,
1: I would like to find the right one, the right path. I will take (laughs) that one instead. You're constantly working. Even if you're not at a specific job, you're you're creating your own opportunities. And I think that is just the most vital piece of advice (laughs) I would give anybody. It's just like give... Yourself the opportunity. You have the yeah. world at your fingertips with your phone and all these platforms. Exactly. Like, you literally use them. Would you agree with that? Would you no, with I do.
0: That? I think with anything, I don't know the algorithm to become famous on any social media platform, but I have a couple of acquaintances, friends that she, I have one friend, she's a comedian and she's famous on TikTok. She's like mm-hmm. 21,000 followers. And I'm like, ah, 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 okay that's cool. Like, yeah, that's awesome. Um, but I think if you have a good funny idea and access to a camera, which we all have on our phones, there's no reason why you can't do it. Like just try it. If it fails, try it again. I'm always a advocate for just do it because I think that is something I try to tell myself a lot of just do it. There's nothing to lose. Just do it. (laughs) I mean like Nike step off, just do it. Um, <laughs> but really it is like, just jump in, just jump in the pool. It might be really cold at first, but you're going to get acclimated to it.
1: And yeah. the pool
0: is going to feel like a summer day.
1: Another yeah. good analogy metaphor. You know, I'm just like
0: full of them today. Like,
1: I know. <laughs> yeah, but it's true. And I keep saying this and like everybody, with everybody I talk to, but it's all about taking that first step and just yeah. like, yeah all right i'm gonna put myself out there today yeah and whatever you do one yeah. little step you do it and something's gonna come back to you you know you're gonna get an opportunity from it even if it's like a smaller one that yeah. one will lead to another one and that's just how it works you know yeah. asking you shall receive and you shall receive yeah there we go there we go we've really covered a lot here yeah well, you can um, tell
0: when I'm single. You can follow hey. me on Instagram and YouTube. Yes, um, where can
1: people find you? Uh, you can follow me
0: on Instagram at foreverasloan, also on Twitter, and I think TikTok, I'm at Sloan Brett Holtz, but I'm really not active on there really much anymore. Okay. You, were um, you were for a minute. I was for a minute. I was for a minute. And also follow Slap Nuts Comedy. We're on YouTube and on Instagram, and I'm also on YouTube, just Sloan Brett Holtz.
1: Go check it out. Any final words for the listeners?
0: No, I mean, I just want to thank you for having me. This is my first podcast. I'm so, this, <gasps> oh is, God, it. Like,
1: this is it. This is You're starting your own podcast.
0: Yes, I am. I'm calling it your grandma's basement. No, not your grandma. I'm calling it. <laughs> grandma's basement yeah yeah. grandma's basement grandma's basement and it's just going to be me and a guest and we're going to talk about a topic it's just going to kind of be generic so we can go here or there and it's just going to be a fun little combo it might become more structured we do we don't know i'm I'm, I'm jumping in the
1: pool i'm jumping in the pool we're doing it absolutely yeah. you're gonna you're, I mean you're a natural at it obviously oh from thank this past you hour so yeah I'm <laughs> so excited to see what that brings for yeah, you yeah me, um, me too yeah well I'm glad I could be your first podcast experience yes,
0: thank you thank you so much this is amazing I love this
1: Thank you. And I'm so happy you came on, too. I know. I knew you would be a great guest. And then you, like, reached out the other day. You're like, hey, I wanted to talk about podcasting. I'm Absolutely. Like, oh. I was like, well, we will. But it's like, yeah. I'm like, well, um, come on the show, too. That's oh, right. my God.
0: I'm honored. Thank you. Really, oh. thank you for having me on Of course. Here. I appreciate
1: well, it. You. Oh, my God. Of course. Thank you for coming. Yeah. <laughs> Just a constant circle of thank yous. No, <laughs> yeah, thank you. No, thank you. Oh, my gosh. All right, Salone. I will... Talk to you soon. All right. right. Bye, girl. Bye.